There she is. Yeah, it doesn't. I told it doesn't do notifications on the. Uh, all, right, all right. Well, don't don't get all fucking the uh, whatever. We're here. We're we're queer. We're getting it done. Let's uh, let's. We're uh, getting it done. <laughs> we, listen, in this house we say gay. Well, in Florida, okay. This don't say gay say what? law. You know, the governor's passing this don't say gay fucking bill of some kind. Oh. So in this yeah. house we say gay. Like like oh. even even you know, even when even gay, when gay or done? Yeah. Well well listen man. <laughs> listen man. It gets more ironically it gets more gay here when one of the roommates leaves, to to be honest with you. But uh <laughs> <laughs> And we're not talking about you even. <laughs> no, it's when the other one spends three days at his mom's house. It gets really gay around here. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, I don't even know I, what I'm. I, I don't even know what I'm talking know, about. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, like I literally am well, in my head, I'm like trying to think of a comeback. No, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'm like, I don't even know what you're here, talking about. This will pop you because because I sit around with in my underwear and it's bear country, baby. <laughs> oh, you are a sick fuck. I don't know, man. We got to fill the fucking time. What do you, what do you want? For? I haven't oh, even started. Are... I I'm staring at three drinks. I had, and I'm and I'm already well, I'm already acting like an I, asshole. I got home at six thirty. I I dropped the deuce. <laughs> I got all prepared, oh, and boy. I was like waiting because I had everything lined up, ready to go. Yeah, and I'm waiting for you, and uh, I was like. Man, it's not. He's not calling, and I realized that it it doesn't notify me. So I was like, I happened to look, and I was like, Oh, he did call. <laughs> yeah, I I'm ready to go. I'll tell you when I called and you didn't answer. I said, Well, let me end it early because he gets the notification of a missed call at least. So you know, that's like you know, that's the best ringer you're gonna get. All right, well, uh, my I, I'm like, you ready? I'm ready to go. What, what did you? What did you? What would you? What do you got prepared for yourself tonight? Vodka. Okay, Usual. I got three. I'm gonna stick to the vodka. No, no, because I got th- I I went. I've got I've got a whiskey drink. I've got a rum drink, and I've got a vodka drink. So I wow. yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the whiskey one first because it's Woodford okay. Reserve, and it's like mm, eh. It, I like I like it, but sometimes I don't. So I, I'm right. Yeah. So all right, you ready there, buddy? You Look, I'm I'm waiting right. for you. You ready? Yeah, I'm going. Go. Yeah, daddy. Yeah, see that one has the most burn. We're gonna be alcoholics after the next, next couple weeks. Listen, we, I think when we switch to a uh, video, oh, it's gonna be better. We'll get it. We'll get a sponsor because then we can like show that we're drinking these things and right. Someone will be a a little more interested. Got a little pucker lips there just a and, minute ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, now and then I've got that. I've got a mango. I've got a mango vodka on here, which is probably not going to taste good with a with mango a, vodka with a mouthful of like wh- whiskey aftertaste. Whiskey, no, right? Let, let me drink a little my iced coffee here because that iced coffee. Yeah, listen. I got. I do I'm, have. A, I do have a chaser today. I got to tell you, I got a Gatorade Zero. I'm chaser, so just in case. I'm so like janky over here that I drink. This is my my regular drink now. Is I fill a cup halfway with water. I throw two scoops of instant coffee in there and then I fill the rest of the way up with ice. And I'm, that's what I drink. No fucking sugar, no sweetener, no cream, nice. no nothing. Just black, black iced coffee. So, uh, and I don't, right. I don't want to waste the time and cleanup of like brewing coffee. 
Like, get the fuck out of here with that. So it's like that cheap, uh, no, like cafe. So that's so hard to do. That cafe Bustello. It's not hard. It's but it's it's more work. You, you listen, have so much to do during the day. Wait, wait a minute. You, Mister Paper Plate Guy, is in no position to ever comment on me cutting a corner in when it comes to anything in the kitchen. Okay. All right. Let's just look and keep up. Let's, let's just keep. All right, let's go. You let's ready? Just keep Are you ready? All right. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go wash the mushroom. All right. Number two, my mango vodka. One, two, three. Ooh, not bad. That one. No, no, that one. That's my. Uh, it's not. Yeah, New Amsterdam vodka. I don't know if that's a good vodka or New not. New Amsterdam. But uh, never heard of it. It's got Give me a tape. Yeah, right. And now, now my so, other my other drink I'm gonna just sip along with is uh, is uh, Bacardi rum, the clear stuff, right? With uh, Dr Pepper. So I, I'm going to tell you, I said nice. I had a chaser, mm. right? My chaser has vodka inside of it, so I really don't know if it's a chaser or not. Um, well, maybe it's like a. Here's the thing: if it if it has vodka in it, but you don't taste the vodka because of the mix ratio, then it is right. It's a tech. It's a chaser that's actually. I mean, it, I can tell you, it doesn't taste just like plain Gatorade Zero. If that's what you're asking. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Oh, zero, Mr. Oh, uh, okay. Mr. I'm on a diet. <laughs> yeah. I heard I about you. One, wait, I a minute. wait a minute. I heard about your diet. Let's let's start with that. How, how was breakfast today? <laughs> what about breakfast? You, you didn't you best. It wasn't that on the chat today where you had like fucking four donuts and. That um, was yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Sorry. My bad. Right, look, Maybe so you did I, start I do, have, I, gotta, I, I do have a story <laughs> here because I, I do have a story about yesterday because a situation happened at my work meeting dealing with the donuts yesterday. And I kind of want to get your take on it because when it happened, it was like a, a big ordeal. Like it went on all day. And I was like, I cannot wait to bring this up. Yeah. Because if anybody's going to give me a straight answer, it's you. Yeah. And, even, even, and as good as it gets here, I'll still give you a straight answer. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and our listeners, all hundred of them, will, 150, will uh, 150. 150. 150. They may have a take on this too. So here's my thing. And, and Speedy, you're, you know, I know you're, you know, you're trying to beat me and lose weight, but you may have, you may be able to chime in on this. So I'm at a work meeting yesterday, yeah. and I, you know, I, the meeting starts at seven in true fashion. I got there at literally seven on the dot right. and I walked in the room and they're like, you're on time. And I was like, yeah, cause I'm always late. And they're like, I was like, yeah, yeah. Like literally on time. And, uh, I walk in and everybody's like, Hey, hey. and I stop. And they're like, Oh, he saw the donuts. I was like, we got donuts, baby. Yeah. Like this is exciting. You know, who wants to sit in a meeting all day with no donuts? So I eat a donut. Right. I pick a donut. I pick a coconut donut. I eat it. It's fantastic. Right. Mm. I get crumbs everywhere. Obviously, it's all over the place. Well, a little bit of time goes by and we took a break. So I'm like, you know, I'm kind of moseying near the donuts. Like, I don't want anybody to really see me take one. I want to be kind of slick about it. So I open it up and I take there's a blueberry donut and I. I now like touch when you say a blueberry donut. Is it yeah. blueberry filled or is it the blueberry no, no. This is Dunkin Donuts. Blueberry cake? Fancy. Is it blueberry cake? Yeah. Is it blue... blueberry cake donut? Is it blueberry cake glazed? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's glazed. that's awesome. Right. I like those. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Although, one of my favorites. Although a blueberry filled one like like is pretty damn good too. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I'm, I'm blueberry. I like a blueberry donut, especially the glazed one. So I kind of like go over there and everybody's on break. Like, so nobody's really in the room. And I opened the box and I, in my head, I said, I really don't want a whole donut right now because I just, I wasn't feeling it. I just wanted a taste. When? So I, when? I when? <laughs> come on, there's a reason. Can I tell you why? Because pizza was coming in like 30 minutes and I didn't want to like, I didn't want to overshoot, eat a whole donut and be like, now I'm like, I can only eat like four slices instead of five. What are, what so, are the odds? What are the odds of that though? Right. Right. right just in case. Hmm. So I, I also didn't want anybody to see me take this donut because they just, you know, it's all day with the fucking ribbing about, you know, the fat guy, the donut guy, the guy that eats food on TikTok. Apparently, it's, it's apparently bullshit. you've been taking a lot of fucking abuse. So I, I wait, like, I kind of like, so everybody's like kind of out of the room and a couple people in there aren't paying attention. I open the box. I see the blueberry donut. I put my fingers on the half that I'm going to eat and I break it off, right? Like I break it. I don't touch the other half. I break it. It breaks. Bends it. It breaks. I eat the half of donut. So hours later come by, you know, we get lunch, pizza comes, we eat the pizza. And it's the next break, and someone opens the donut box and says, "Who the fuck ate half a donut?" Right? What? What disrespectful person ate half a donut? No, like he literally stopped everybody. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And everybody turned around. He goes, "Who the fuck ate half a donut?" And everybody's like, "What? Who ate half a donut?" Now everybody's like, "Who would do such a thing?" So I'm like standing there in my head. I'm going, "Do I say something? Do I not?" Like. I'm in a position now where there's thir- there's like 13 people in the room wondering who ate half a donut. Like they're all hovering around the donut box like it's like they're doing some sort of investigation. Like they're all like, oh, wow, oh, my God. Like who ate half a donut? I'm the only one not over there because I'm standing in the back of the room going, well, fuck, do I say something? To-? So eventually I just go, I ate half the donut. And everyone turns around and they're like, you ate half the donut? I'm like, yeah. They're like, who eats half a donut? Like, why would you do that? Like, and I'm, I, I don't understand. I'm like, I don't understand what the issue is. Does nobody eat half a donut? So this is going on for like 15 minutes of like, they're questioning me and why would I do that? Did I touch it? <laughs> big ordeal, big ordeal. And I'm like, I'm getting defensive. And I'm like, I don't understand why it's a big deal that I half a fucking donut. Like, what? I didn't touch it. And they're like, no, you know, what if your fingers touched it? I'm like, I was like, we just all grabbed pizza from the same box. Like, you touch the other pizzas. Right, and nobody, nobody used that little that little plastic gimmick in the middle of the pizza to to separate the slices. Yeah, no, yeah. So this whole ordeal goes on. They're yelling at me, screaming, whatever. That I should eat half a donut. Well, the argument ends. Everybody like we're we're still on lunch, and like we're coming back from lunch, and everybody kind of breaks and goes out, uses the restroom, stretches. We come back in the room, the other half of the donut's gone. And they're like, did you eat it? I said, I didn't touch it because I didn't touch it. I was like, I did not touch the other half. They're like, someone ate the other half of the donut. I was like, it was not me. <laughs> so now they're like, who ate the other donut? And I go, you know, what's funny is, is that there's 14 people in here. 13 of you were hovering around this fucking donut, examining it like it was CSI. Well, I was the fourteenth person was standing back because I ate the half a donut. So now, out of the thirteen of you who are investigating, 
one of you motherfuckers who were complaining ate the other half and now doesn't want to tell everybody else you ate it. I was like, who ate the fucking half a donut? Do you know that nobody would admit to eating it? Wow. Nobody would admit to eating a half a donut. Wow. So one of the people who bitched at me for doing that ate the other half. <laughs> so they, that shit? They, you got donut shamed and then one of right. those donut shamers uh, but, right. was a hypocrite. Now, now me, mm. I sat. I was sitting off to the side. They were kind of like in a in a. Uh, it's kind of like a not a round table, but more of like a square. Um, and they were all sitting around the square. I sat off to the side because I had a, I was charging my laptop. So I spent the next like two hours of the meeting, literally staring at each individual person, and they would look at me, and I'd be like, I would just mouth, "You ate the donut," and they would be like, "No, no," and they don't want like the big <laughs> boss to see that we're discussing this. So I'd look at the first guy, you ate the donut. And he was like, oh, like he looked at me like, put his hands up. Like, no, no, it wasn't me. The next girl went down the line. At the end of me quizzing, the tw- I didn't get to the boss because I don't think he ate the donut because he's not really a donut guy. I know who ate the donut by my investigation, my personal questioning of everyone, because I got to one guy and he would not look at me. And I go, everyone else in this room looked at me. This guy was, he was like, but he wasn't like he was, he was like trying to look, but not look at me, like kind of give like the, you know, the hand on the forehead, like he's scratching his head. And eventually he looked up and I said, you ate the donut. And he was the only one who didn't respond. He just put his head back down and like scratched his nose. And I was like, he ate the fucking donut. That's the motherfucker. That's, he ate the donut. In, in, in poker, that's what we call a tell. Right. 100% tell. <laughs> he gave it up and he scratched his nose like he's nervous. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the meeting, we're all walking out and I just leaned over. I like, bumped shoulders with him and I go, it's okay. I know you ate the donut. And he looked at me and he goes, I ate the donut. <laughs> I was like, I knew it. I knew it. I was like, I knew. And he was like, I just didn't want everybody to get on me. They were on you. I don't want them to jump on me. I was like, you were involved in it. He's like, I know, but I felt like that that deterred it. That took everyone's attention away. I was like, when did you eat it? He goes, literally, while they were all arguing about, with you about the donut, I snatched it up and ate it. And nobody even noticed. Right under their noses. Right under their noses. Right under their noses. He, he was, I go, so you, he goes, no, I was on your side, but I was playing the game to snatch in that second that second half because I didn't want a whole one. In the middle and of I like go, in the middle of like dusting for prints, they got right. distracted for two seconds and they turned right. back and the donut's gone. gone. It's like right. fucking clue. <laughs> and and I said he goes, he goes, I really didn't want a whole donut. He goes, but I also I really wanted that blueberry donut. It was the last one. He goes, but you beat me to the half. And I said, were you going to take a half original? He goes, 100% I was going to take half a donut. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and trust me, if he had taken half, you would have been part of the mob with the pitchforks oh, and the torches. Because I would have <laughs> been scooping up the other half while all their bot- bathrooms. Right, but you would have had the f- same false outrage over who would take half a right, donut. <laughs> right. I knew it was him. I knew it. So, oh, yeah. That's, that's I funny. Don't that's I don't good. see a problem with well, I don't see a problem with half a donut. No. I don't understand what the big issue was. You know? Yeah. No issue. No issue. None. Zero. Because I saw them all touching the pizzas. And so there was no issue when it came to pizza. Yeah. Touching it. Right. So. Yeah. You're like, you because trust me, like when you get like, how many pizzas came? Like three, four? 
four pizzas. There's yeah. four pizzas, yeah. Trust two jalapeno me. poppers, two things of wings, no, no, but a thing on. of brownies, hold and a thing of cinnamon. Bun. Hold on, but my point is look, the pizzas. Like when when they've got like right. a big order, they're like trying to quick quickly grind it out, whatever. Trust me, th- that, those pizzas weren't cut where every slice was loose. You know, you're oh. gonna you're gonna have to grab your slice and grab the one next to it and pull them apart. It's trust me. I know. I know. I know pizza do, physics. Do you know how I know you're, I know pizza I know how physics. I know you're right? Because you had to do it. Doesn't cut at all. They literally like half cut the pizza. Right. It was. They, it they, was they, insane. They, they probably cut through the cheese and sauce layers only. <laughs> they didn't cut the pizza. <laughs> right. Yeah. Didn't cut it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we definitely had to. Uh, this yeah, is a, actually that was a whole who done it like like that, like literally I'm having flashes to like playing Clue or watching the movie Clue. Uh, well, but, okay, but like so Cur- the funny part is it's like Colonel, you know, Colonel Mustard in the fucking in the break room with a donut, you know. But, but, but you know what the funny part was what? that's what it felt like in person. Yeah. It felt like in person, like I was in some sort of mystery. Like they were all hovering around this box. Like examining, and I'm like, "What are you examining?" But the minute they turned to me to attack, he swooped in and took the donut. <laughs> I mean, right. he, listen, he, he, you know, he's a smart guy. He got over on everyone. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he sure. is. He is. He's. He is a. I will tell you, he is. Most of the people I work with are all from the South. Like mm-hmm. they're born and raised in Georgia. You know, they don't know nothing else. He's not. He is a a New Englander. Who lived in South Florida oh, and New, now is here? New Englander. I mean, yeah. Duncan's from that area. Like that's their right. Like this guy is smart. This isn't his first half a donut he snatched. Right. Let me tell you, because I mean, he's right, and he's a South Florida guy too, because he was in South Florida for a while too. So he's the guy's got smarts. He's not. I mean, this isn't I, his first rodeo. When I went to school in Providence, that little arena over there in downtown Providence was called the Dunkin' Donuts Arena. I mean, come on, right, that's where it's from. Come right. on, come yeah. on. Who are we, this guy what are we talking about? Right. What are we even talking about? Yeah. So right. That's so, funny. oh, I'm burping stuff up over here. Good, now. Good. I keep sipping my Dr. Pepper drink Oof. with rum. Well, it's actually really good. And burp. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, that was my that was yesterday. I ate a lot, but today, today I I I actually had Wendy's today. Are you a Wendy's fan? I love their chicken sandwich. I so, also you know love. Hold on. I also love their yeah. baconator. Right. Uh, I can always eat a triple, you know, like when right. when I'm doing keto, there's like the hack. It's like, oh, like it's the fat fuck hack. It's like I'm not going to eat any fucking carbs. So let me get a triple or a right. or a triple baconator even. Uh, you know, I'll peel the bread off as I go. So I'm all, so like right. I'm holding the bun, but I peel it off where I'm going to bite. So there's no bread there. I'll even right. sometimes get a chili and dip the fucking burger in the chili. Oh, that's oh, level. Right? Uh, so, bro, who are you talking to? Joey Bananas? Know, listen, this is pro. fucking... Listen, the, I, but I do... I love... I do love their chicken sandwiches. They're, you know... They're so, fried, yeah, guess those what I got chicken. today? Uh, you got the uh, spicy chicken sandwich? They've got a new one. Yeah, I, I the know. The spicy I want hot honey. Oh, hot honey. Hot honey's good. Listen, oh, listen to this. I, like I to, did not... I like to mix. I like to get honey, mix sriracha in it, and pour it all over uh, Publix fried chicken. 
So I didn't plan on getting Wendy's today. I actually didn't eat till three o'clock. Right. And at three o'clock, I saw, I saw a billboard for Wendy's, and I was like, "Huh, hot honey? I like hot honey." So I went to a Wendy's. It is a fried chicken sandwich, spicy, hot, covered in hot honey sauce and bacon, and these like fried pickles on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, like it was fresh. The fries were fresh. It was. A really solid. I'm meal. I'm literally making a note right now. I'm going to get that next week. I'm going to try it exactly. off your off your fucking review right here. Yeah, no, it was good stuff. And uh, yeah, you got a Dr Pepper with it. You got to ride with a Dr Pepper with it. I mean, I and, do uh, the diet because I like to cancel everything out with the diet drink. Yeah, right, right. Diet DC mm. or DC? Yeah, DC here. Yeah, Diet Coke. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it was it was good. It was really good. So you should try it next week for sure. Well, I'm I'm, I'm I will say I am a little surprised after the mm-hmm. five star after five star after five star review you gave with Wendy's that you I mean not Wendy's with Arby's that you have not gone back to Arby's to try because the reason is that Arby's is so far from my house they don't DoorDash here or maybe they do I don't even know. But it's far. It's, well, it's not even far. I'm saying it's far. It's like 11 miles. It's not that far. Listen. But it's far. I I would go. Remember remember Briscoe Brothers Body Shop? Yeah. The, the Briscoe Brothers had a uh, like an auto shop Body in Tampa. Shop. Right. They did. Yeah. Uh, one time when Jackie and I were in Tampa, he drove to the body shop because he wanted to get a T-shirt. He happened to drive there on a Sunday when they were closed. But whatever. <laughs> So we Which ended makes up. It even better. <laughs> so we ended up just taking pictures of ourselves in front of a fucking car body shop. But anyways, uh, that's how much of a Mark Jackie was. Uh, that uh, was, oh, and we'll get. I'm gonna. We're gonna do a tangent on Jackie in a second. But uh, no lord. Uh, but they had a slogan. Remember what the slogan was? No. Worth the drive from anywhere. That was the slogan, really. Now, 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 take that slogan, copy paste it, mm-hmm. and slap it on Arby's any day of the week, my friend. And what's your favorite thing at Arby's to order? I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. I, there's so many good things. There's so many good things that when they, I they when I go th- when I go through the drive-through, I have to limit myself, and I get disappointed that I didn't get really? something. But I always. Always, always get a double beef and cheddar, no matter what, or a right, single. That's, a go-to. that's just like the the like that's like to like reintroduce. Like when I know I'm going right. on the Arby's journey, I got to get that. Um, sometimes I like their chicken sandwich, but it's really basic. It's not good. It's just like it just takes me back to 20 years ago. But I do like they've got a Reuben that's really good. I like. Uh, I'm looking at their menu. They they do DoorDash to my house. They got a. Uh, I'm telling you, those mozzarella sticks don't fuck around. It's, it's an hour delivery, though, right now. Do I really want to wait an hour for Arby's right you've, now? You've waited, you've waited longer for worse, okay? Let me just tell you that. In I was going to go over to Publix and I was going to cook tonight. Well, I'm not saying eat it tonight. I'm just saying, I'm just, oh, I'm, I was just making the point that I was so surprised because you, your job takes you on the road a lot. That right, right. I was just surprised that after five star, after five star, after every the three things you got there, everything was five stars. Everything was five stars out of five stars. That you you never revisited to try more stuff. I'm just I was just shocked by that. Um, so anyway, let 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 let's do the the uh, 
the Jackie tangent, and then we'll get back on track. Right. So because we brought up Jackie, or because I brought up Jackie, or whoever brought up Jackie, uh, I just want to go to the uh, to the the group chat we had today, where Blake just shared a because uh, straight weirdo Blake saves everything. And then, like a year, like eight years later. Yeah, why does he do that? Every day, like eight years later, seven years later, two years later, he's got all these weird, bizarro things that he. Right. I don't, I don't know if they're in his like Apple fucking cloud or if they're somewhere, but he shared today a message from William Hicks, who, uh, like, and I don't know how many years ago was that. I didn't even look. It had to be like, I mean, Jackie's been gone like four years, five years. So I'd have been like, add a year to that. Uh, when Jackie was looking for work, he'd been out of work like a year and a half. Uh, self-inflicted, by the way, he likes to drink way too much and uh, spend like a year, spend like a year and a half sitting in a in a reclining chair, drinking Bud Lights out of a cooler next to him. Um, that he uh, that Hicks was giving him, going to give him some opportunities to work with him, uh, doing uh, like. Lawn landscaping lawn mowing. and, and lawn that, mowing yeah. and all that stuff, and uh, let's just let people know: South Florida, it's a motherfucker. Even in the even in the non summertime, to be out there mowing the grass. So Jackie like pretended like he. I guess Jackie had all the intentions to work for Hicks once or twice, but like no showed both times, and then Hicks like so there was like this so. Uh, so Blake shared this text message from Hicks saying like a uh, fat ass JJ no showed for a second time for work. Uh, and it was pretty funny, but, uh, but like that's hard work and uh, it's hard work. Like being outside for like eight yeah. hours in the Florida summer, like, like, well, it's not summer yet, but March, even March right now, it's fucking hot. Right. It's humid. The sun's scorching you. Like I understand why he didn't eat like he chickened out both times, but like I feel like if you tell a man you're going to come to work and the guy offered you a job because you were soliciting work on Facebook, going like, "Look, I need I need to work," you know, anyone got a hookup and the guy's nice enough to go, "You can, you can come work with us," you know, it's hard work but it's work and it pays, uh, you know, at at least if you say you're going to come, come. But right. but I know he was like fucking by that time, riddled with gout and uh, just fucking in, <laughs> riddled with gout, riddled with gout <laughs> and uh, in no condition to be like you can't go from like sitting on a chair for for a year and a half <laughs> to doing like that kind of manual labor for like eight to ten hours. It, it right. just you're you're gonna shock your body, you know. Your body's not. You're gonna die. You're gonna just drop dead out. So he made the right call, but I, I. So anyway, he he shared that thing. It was hilarious, though. Like the the bizarre shit that Blake saves in his phone or wherever he saves it, he's always coming up with these bizarre random things. It's insane. Right. So yeah, I don't know if that was a good story or not, but uh, since we mentioned him and that happened today, I figured I had to touch on it. So you know you 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 uh you were supposed to tell a story on the last podcast and we got into the weeds with like strippers and weed yeah I don't know what, and yeah. and booze and all those kinds of stories that we didn't get to tell it so uh so so now people yeah. are waiting two shows for this two two shows right so you better right. deliver well, my I friend was, you better I was deliver talk about 
I was going to talk, we were talking about wrestling and, you know, yeah. I don't remember what topic we were on, but uh, talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling. and You had this, a tryout with like, them, right? Right. This is in the 2000s. I don't, I don't remember exactly uh, what year. Early 2000s. Early, early, like, so, um, so like 03 maybe? Somewhere in that range, right. So Billy Fives, our you know good friend of the show who cheated on us and we'll never have back on again. Uh, he, so is that a thing? Have you banned him from the show? I mean, he, honestly, he's probably banned us, but whatever. <laughs> no, but are you are you are you banning him? Is that what you're saying? No, we should have him on because you know. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying. You know. to... <laughs> you, you were... I'm not. You're not baiting me into anything. I know. I tried I've to too much. I tried to trap you and 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 get your words right. on tape, and I and it, it didn't well, happen. So anyway, okay, no, it didn't happen. No. All right. So Billy Billy Fives had he had gotten this call to go do a tryout for. New Japan in Tampa. and Explain to people asked, Explain to people what New Japan Pro Wrestling is. So New Japan Pro Wrestling is the probably, I would say, the largest wrestling company in Japan, uh, equivalent to what World Wrestling Entertainment is in the United States or, like, you know, something like that. Like, it's been around forever. Do you think outside of the United States it's the biggest wrestling promotion? Or do you think, like, maybe something in Mexico is bigger? Or what do you think? Oh, I don't know, man. They've been like, hot. Yeah. Japan, okay. They've drawn a lot of people, like, you know, recently. Mexico is big, but I I think more people know about Japanese wrestling. I think, so, I think yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. So uh, there was a guy who who I mentioned him last year, Tiger Hattori. He was, he was a referee for New Japan, but Tiger Hattori also, he, like, lived in New York part-time, too. So, like, he... He he's done things for wrestling all like like all over the world, um, but he's a referee, so he also did a lot of backstage stuff. So anyway, but was he like because he lived in America and spoke English, kind of like a liaison slash maybe talent scout guy for? Yeah, he was. He okay. was right. Okay, right. Yeah, because he lived in New York too, and he he kind of bounced back and forth from from Japan to New York. So he. Uh, was coming to Tampa. They were looking for talent at the time, so they wanted to do a tryout. So they went to this wrestling school that was run by Steve Kern, who is a former WWF wrestler, and Jimmy Del Rey, who is also a former WWF wrestler. So they ran this wrestling school that we trained at uh, anytime we went to Tampa. Um, with It was me, Eric, and, and MVP. Uh, but at this time, um, MVP was not really like in our little group yet. He still was like just kind of getting started. So, um, we get the call from, uh, Billy who says, Hey, I'm going to Tampa tomorrow for a new Japan tryout. Uh, Tiger Hattori said to, to bring you guys. So I was like, Oh, sweet. Cool. All right. I'm going to go to Japan. So. Uh, you know, I'm, I was a young cocky kid. I had no fucking clue what was going on. I, sw- um, I swear so, to God, I'm picturing like if you had gone to Japan to wrestle for a year yeah. or something, like two things, like a, the number of fucking uh, vandal babies that would be born. Oh, little, there would have been little Asian vandal babies running around everywhere. I you would have Because two things, you've got the Kavorka and two. I know, like they say, like, you know, Japanese women, 
some of them at least right. have this in like the you know it's like a fetishization or or fascination with right. with with american men and and you you with you having the kavorka along with it the the call of the animal uh so right. to speak to coin a seinfeld phrase uh i just feel like you would have had like a good six babies over there within a year. A good six babies. A good six. <laughs> well, so so anyway, we <laughs> we we so Billy's like you know we're going to trial. So we get there, uh, fly. Well, we drove up there because Billy never let us fly. Cheap fuck. So we drive up there. He had and, to keep you humble. Yeah. So it's because Billy like they can't come home right away. Like he didn't like you know he he always wanted to come right home. He didn't really like stay in very often. Unless we had to, but uh, we get so we get to the trial and like Tiger Hattori's there. There's some Japanese wrestlers there. Uh, Kenzuko Suzaki, Suzaki, you remember him? Kenzo Suzaki. He was in WWE for a little bit. Yeah, look for like a a minute. Yeah, right. So he was there. Now they knew at that time that he was on WWE's radar already. So like they kind of already knew that. But uh, it was me. I was there. Billy, Eric. Um, we're, can I ask um, you a question? It, yeah. Were they just running a trial, or were they running shows in America? No, no American shows at this time. It was okay. literally a tryout. Okay. Uh, that they had worked with the school. They were just looking for American talent. Right, right, right. At the time, they were trying to expand. You know, they were very at. You know, there was a time where it was just Japanese, but they were. They this was kind of like the when they started bringing in Americans where now, you know, then it led to like the Finn Balors and the, you know, other, not just Americans, they were bringing in, you know, the Bullet Club and stuff like that. Right. Well, the Bullet um, Club was always, was, like, was always foreigners. The Bullet Club was a faction that was always foreigners, right. whether it was like, it was a mix. It was usually like, you know, white guys and Polynesians, right. like uh, not, but not, right. ja- not, no, there was never a Japanese guy that was in the Bullet right. Club. Until like way later, like I think until way later, right? And this was kind of like the beginning of bringing in other people, not just Japanese wrestlers. So, uh, I I love Japanese wrestling. Like I always have. Um, like I watched like like New Japan, All Japan. I watched like Zero One all the time. So to me, this was pretty cool. So at the time, you know, what really it. fucked us up was what's that? I was gonna, I'm making a note. I've got a Zero One story after this. Okay. So what really fucked us up is, is it was kind of short notice, like to go and, you know, to be honest, me and Eric's gear sucked at the time. Like our wrestling gear was like literally the shits. Like we had the worst wrestling gear ever um, because it was our gimmick, but that would never get over in Japan. Right. So we had no option. We just wore Billy's like, just wear what you wear. It doesn't matter. Whatever. So we get there. Steve Madison's there. Who's a well-known indie guy in Florida. Uh, the Shane twins were there who they ended up being in TNA and WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, Byron, uh, what's his name? The announcer? Byron Saxon. From WWE. Byron Saxon was there because he was a wrestler at the time. Uh, uh, There's a couple guys. Eddie Torres may have been there, I think. Bunch of guys were there. Uh, and just, you know, it was more of the top, t- the, the guys who could work. And so, you know, the Japanese, yeah, yeah, Tiger Hattori there, but then you had, like the president of New Japan was there and there was like some other Japanese people. None of them spoke English, only Tiger did. And they, they literally just sat there and we were, we did training for a little bit and then we did matches. And at the end, you know, they, 
you know, they they didn't really give feedback like in person. It was kind of like really weird. Uh, it was almost like you were being watched by like the Yakuza. That's what it felt like because they were all like dressed like in suits. And it was like really awkward because it wasn't like they didn't say anything because they didn't speak English and they didn't react to anything. They just sat there. It was really weird. And you're in like a warehouse. So it got over with. And then the we had gotten the feedback after. So they had asked Billy to go. Billy got invited to New Japan. But Billy was making so much money at his real job that he turned it down. He was like, yeah, you can't pay me enough to get on a plane and go to Japan for a month to wrestle. Like, not going to happen. So I'm, I'm thinking, why the fuck would he go to the tryout if he knew he wasn't going to take it? He was because, just Billy being Billy. Because it's it's an honor to be asked. You go there, right. you get invited, and it there's it's a nice flex to be like, uh, right, right. to be told, or, or not flex, but it's a nice honor to be told that you're worthy and that they want you. Right, right. For and sure. then and so, then it's and then it's also fun to be like, yeah, uh, you're below, you're beneath me. <laughs> like right, it's a weird that's flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And Billy did that to WWE. He's done that too. Like he just he that's what he does, right? right. Like so, um, so like they gave the feedback. And, like they asked Billy to go. Steve Madison went. The Shane Twins went, and uh, Buck Quartermain went. That's who they picked. Now. In the hindsight, I think about it now. How many years later they picked they picked the people who were who were students of Steve Kern's school. So I was like, wait, this whole thing was gimmicked from the start. Like we didn't have a chance. So we we uh, I get my feedback back. My feedback was that uh, this is the honest to God's truth. This is what my feedback was: is take steroids and gain twenty pounds. Literally was my feedback. Yeah, and I'm like, what? They're like, they thought you were a great worker. I threw the dropkick a bunch of times. They were super impressed, super impressed that I was athletic, but I, I needed to gain 20 pounds and I should take steroids. Literally what they told me. Uh, yeah, they don't care. And they were that. like the gear. They didn't like the gear, but they knew that they could fix gear easily. Like it wasn't an issue. But um, so I was literally just told that I needed to gain weight, which is ironic because I need to lose weight. But uh, yeah, you've become a professional weight gainer. <laughs> right, right. So um, that was the feedback. So now there's a second story to this. And I don't know if I've ever told you this. So a couple months go by now, and now MVP is in our like circle. And, you know, we, we had that tryout, whatever. Uh, it had to be 2003 now that I think about it, because I also did TNA that, that year, 2003. So I did TNA, you know, we did the TNA uh, match with Conan and Road Dogg and, and uh, R-Truth. And, uh, I get a call uh, one night, a couple months later, and it's it's MVP, and he's like, "Hey, I just got a call from Pat Tanaka. Pat Tanaka is a former WWF wrestler. Uh, what was his gimmick? He was part of the Orient Express yeah. at one point, but Mister Fuji was his, and and uh, it was Pat Tanaka, and what was the other guy's name? I forgot the other guy." He, he, he was Max Moon, whoever the other guy was, eventually. I forgot his name. Wait, Max, anyway. well, Max Moon was Conan. No, not Max Moon, the other guy. Not Max Moon. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. Anyway, not Pat, it was Pat Tanaka, and I don't remember who his partner was. They were in WWF. Uh, his partner was always, I thought, better than he was. Um, anyway, MVP says, hey, I just got a call from Pat Tanaka. He's going to call you. And I, as he says that, he doesn't he doesn't even get to tell me what why. 
the number the phone's ringing. And I said, Hey, I think he's calling me. I got to go. I just hung up. I didn't even get the, like, I don't even know why he was calling me. So I answered the phone and Eric is with me. We're literally standing in my driveway at my house because we were smoking a fucking joint. And I said, uh, hello. And he goes, Hey, uh, is this, and I, we were, you know, the vandals. Is this the vandals? And I said, Yes, sir. Oh, this is Pat Tanaka. Uh, yes, sir. How are you doing, Pat Tanaka? Like, this guy was on TV. He's kind of, you know, he's not like Hulk Hogan famous, but he's a famous. If you're a wrestler, you knew who he was or you were a fan. Right. The Orient Express, where they wrestled WrestleManias, you know, like, um, and shit. So, uh, Paul Diamond, that was his partner, Paul Diamond. So, anyway, he's like, hey, uh, you know, I got a really great opportunity for, for you and your partner and, and, and MVP Hassan at the time. Uh, to go to Japan, uh, you know, big chance for you guys. This is it. Uh, but a couple things need to happen before you go to Japan. You know, I know you had your tryout and, you know, they really want you over there. So I'm, you know, I'm like, at first I'm buying it. I'm like, this is fucking, I'm like literally covered in the phone going, Eric, we're going to fucking Japan. We're going to like, <laughs> like, you know, I thought we were going to Japan. So here's the twist. This is where it got weird. He goes, he goes, but I need you to do something. I said, oh, yes, sir, whatever. He goes, I, I'm going to send you an email. I need you to, to, uh, to uh, re- read it over and, you know, just, just read it over. And then you got to send me $250. We'll cover your booking fee. Uh, you got a Western Union. Now, mind you, it's like 9 o'clock at night. And he's like, I need it tonight. You got to do it tonight. If you don't do it tonight, we can't do this. I need it for 250 from you, 250 for your partner, 250 from Hassan. And uh, I need it tonight. It's got to be tonight. And I said, okay. I said, hey, uh, like, let me call you back. We're all going to get together. We'll figure this out. You got to call me right back. You got to call me back. You got to do this tonight. Okay. So now I'm like, something's up. I don't, I, I don't know. Shady. So I call Hassan Shady back. as fuck. Shady. Right. He was very like, it's got to be now. It's got to be now. So I call Hassan back and I go, hey. He goes, yeah, you hung up on me. I didn't get to tell you. Something's not right. I said, yeah. <laughs> like, he wants the money now. Something's weird. I don't know. And Hassan's like, man, this would be a great opportunity, but I don't know. I'm like, well, what do we do? I'm not sending this guy fucking money. He sounded like a crackhead. So he's like, who do we know that knows him? I said, oh, there's only one guy I can call that I think would know him. Snake Master. Oh, <laughs> so... I, oh my I said, god! You back. Oh my god! So I called Jeff and I said, "Hey Jeff, here's the story." And Jeff goes, "Don't you dare send him money." I said, "Why?" He said, "He's fucking working you. He's full of shit. He has no contact there. He's a crackhead." I said, "You're shitting me." He goes, "I swear." So as I'm talking to Jeff, I said, "Hey, he's calling me." He goes, "Don't answer it." Pat Tanaka proceeded to call me like thirty fucking times that night. Leaving voicemails, like texting me, like you know, it was like literally like if he didn't get the fucking money to go get the drugs, that he was gonna die because he was fucking geeking. And so eventually, like I called Hassan back, and Hassan's like, "Well, I, I said Jeff said to ignore him." He's like, "All right, well, we'll just fucking ignore him." I, I said he keeps calling me, and Hassan's like, "He keeps calling me too." Like thirty fucking calls. And I'm talking thirty calls in like like a five minute span. Like he literally just keeps calling and texting and calling and texting, and because he thought like, he had he thought he had a fish on the line, right? Well, he was about to make 
what two fifty a piece from seven, the three of us. Yeah, so seven fifty. He was yeah. gonna get high. Yeah. So he was like, he was like, yeah, uh, you know, we'll just ignore him. All right, cool, we'll ignore him. So he kept calling. So I told Jeff, I said, hey, it's getting, this is getting out of line. Like, I'm gonna answer the phone. And Jeff's like, no, I'm calling him. So Jeff called him and like tore him a new asshole, and he stopped. He left us alone. Uh, and the next day, like, you know, we didn't hear nothing from him, but he, that motherfucker, Pat Tanaka, tried to work us out of money so that he could, you know, I'm, and like, you know, look, I'm sure he called three other guys after us and probably got the money. Uh, but, you know, we just weren't falling for it. I, I, he was too desperate. I knew something was wrong. Yeah. Um, but Jeff saved the day, by the way. So I, I got to put him over for that. Yeah. Uh, he saved the day. Um, but, yeah, fucking Pat Tanaka, that piece of fucking shit, tried to work us. <laughs> yeah, which is, I never thought that Pat Tanaka would try to work me out of money. I mean, it's such a good story. Like, who knew I would be telling it on a podcast years later, you know? Yeah. But what's that's... your zero-one story? Uh, it's, it's uh, you're going to laugh. It's not necessarily a zero-one story, but it it, right? it definitely involves the the name and logo zero-one. Uh Remember when I had the uh, t-shirt business? Right. And so you made we, great shirts, by the way. We, you know, you we uh, didn't make any money. <laughs> well, it just didn't consistently make enough money. Uh, right. Because I was trying to do it all myself. Because I, I, when you try and do something with no money, it's really hard. Uh, it's true. You've got to, uh, you, you got to have money to make money. It's, it, it's really true. Yeah. Uh, so when you're right. trying to do it all yourself and you're broke, it's it's a struggle. But anyway, yeah. uh, so uh, our our buddy uh, our buddy Bruce, the referee Bruce Owens, right? He knew I had the t-shirt business, and he comes up to me. He's like, "Can you make can you make me some t-shirts?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, it's all good. You're you're my boy. Uh, you know, right. whatever you want, I'll just make them and you know sell them to your cost." You know, I don't need a, I don't need to make money off my friends. So uh, he, uh, he's like, all right, and he 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 pulls out of his bag a zero one t shirt, like a a bright yellow with green lettering t shirt that's the logo zero one on on the on the chest. He's like, can I can I get a bunch of these made? And I look at him, I'm like, yeah, I guess. So I. <laughs> And your your fucking radar is going off, going wait. Well, no, I I know he is bootlegging their fuck. He's, he's like the ultimate bootlegging their shit. So I go and I like, I'm like, yeah, let me see what I can do because it's not like I can like scan a t-shirt and re reproduce it. I gotta like, I literally have to like find the font and make remake this, like recreate this, or find the logo online, something. So I, I find the font that's like super close to it. And I basically just recreated the logo because the, the logo is just lettering. It's not like there's right, any like, right. like kind of like graphic design to it. Uh, and I, I, I don't know how many he bought, if it was 14 or 21, it was something. I'm like, just tell me what sizes you need and whatever. And, and, and like, then I meet the funniest thing was then I met him to, to give him the, yeah. on the corner of uh sunrise and university where that, uh, Japan in is yeah which is even funnier because I kind of I kind of lived in, I lived in that area I was like I was like you don't have to come to my house I'll just give you the intersection and we'll just fucking meet there it's just easier for you 
Uh, and so we're bullshitting out there. And, uh, and, uh, he's like, he like, he was like burying Billy. Cause I, we were starting to talk about like all that. He was trying to bury, uh, not Billy, uh, not Billy, Bobby for all the credit card stuff. Yeah, I was during gonna say, do day. we have another Billy story? No, no, no. I wish he's burying Bobby for all the credit card stuff and distancing himself from it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but knowing that he was burying Bobby for it and distancing himself from it at the time leads me to believe that he was like knee deep in the shit. But anyway, right, uh, right. Who, but who allegedly, right, right. listen, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly take those copy right. paste them in front of everything I just said. But, uh, so, right. so, but so he like paid me for these shirts I get into. I have no idea what he did with them, but I had made him, I don't know what these the significance, like if those were like, Cause you know the, the like maybe the significance of that color coloring scheme was like for like tryouts or this that or that. I I don't know it was all I I felt like I felt like I was one step away from making him Ribera jackets. <laughs> oh my god! You know what I mean? Like I'm like that I'm like awesome. I'm like I'm like why am I making like like why am I bootlegging zero one? I didn't care. I and I wasn't making a cent on them. I was like he's my guy. I love the dude. Uh, whatever he wants, whatever. But it was such a like sus thing that I was making zero, these zero one bootleg t-shirts for him. Like, what was he gonna do with them? Was he gonna go to zero one uh, events and sell them in the parking lot for ten dollars cheap? I I didn't understand what he was doing with them. He must have maybe he was <laughs> like, gonna. Yeah, where, what was he do? Where was he selling them? Yeah, or was he like working some like a group of kids and he was like gonna go to like a local school and say, yeah, I'm the representative for zero one. We're gonna have a tryout. It's two hundred dollars a piece, and uh, and here's your shirt at the end of the day. Kind of. I have no idea what he did. I have no because he like listen at the end of the day, he's like an a, like a like a very accomplished uh, engineer. Doesn't he like work on like plane engines or something? He makes a lot of fucking money for like a like one of those like like one of those plane yeah, yeah. like 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 one of those aviation places that has like military contracts and shit. And I'm like thinking like I know he just does the wrestling stuff because he loves to do it. But I'm like, I'm just befuddled why I was making these like bootlegs. And, yeah. and I didn't right. ask because I like, right, what, right. cause what kind of answer am I going to get? You know, but now thinking back, I'm like thinking I was already knee deep bootlegging zero one stuff. I should, I should have just started. I really should have bought some satin jackets and made Rivera <laughs> jackets. <laughs> I yeah. mean, why the fuck not? You know, for anyone that okay, let's explain this for anyone that doesn't explain what a Ribera jacket is that do, that doesn't like even if you're a casual wrestling fan, you won't understand this. But Ribera is like this famous steakhouse in Japan, and like they're like very wrestler friendly, and like it's an accomplishment like to go and work work in Japan and go eat at Ribera. And get a jacket from there, like buy a satin jacket from the establishment. And then like you would see like you would see all these vintage photos of like 70s and 80s wrestlers wearing these satin Ribera jackets. Right. And it was it, it was, it was like, like a like a right to pass. Like you, you went to Japan, you got one. A badge of pride, right? a badge of honor, right. Yeah, right of passage, any of those things. And and like literally it was like like nobody was going to just go and get you a Ribera jacket. 
Like you right. had you had to go and get it yourself. Like if if some guy asked some other guy that was there to get him one, I like the honor code is no, I'm not going to fucking buy you a Ribera jacket because right, right. you have You're to never, earn it. Right. right. So so it's kind of like one of those. It's just bizarre because it was like those bizarre like uh like light. They're not heavy. They're like a lightweight with like this like the elastic cuffs on the wrists and a little right. elastic like around the waist. And I think it buttoned up. I think it was a button up. And it was satin, and yeah, it, satin. it had like the Ribera logo on it, uh, like Very like jacket, it was like right. it was like silk screened on like the like the breast, like on the left breast. I don't know if there's anything on the back, like across the back, and I don't remember. But uh, it's like it's like one of those like fucking like it, like it, it's kind of a cool thing, and like like it's yeah. If you were a wrestler and you had a Ribera jacket. It meant you worked in Japan, basically, you right. know, so so uh, right. so, uh, you know, I, I just like like I'm thinking 20 years later or 15 years later from when I was bootlegging zero on T-shirts for Bruce that I should. I <laughs> might as funny. I didn't know that I, I might as in for a penny and for a pound. I should have just been selling Ribera jackets to every fucking, you know, right. every fucking nobody in South Florida that uh, would never right. get asked to go to Japan to work. Right. <laughs> Right. I could play yeah, like, like I could play like yeah I went to Japan I bought these jackets it cost me a fortune right. you know yada yada but like if you want one and and like literally like just sell it for like four hundred bucks or something you know right. these, you know these marks would have bought it they would have bought it yeah that's why I'm there's, thinking there's... Bruce did that with the zero one shirt oh he did for sure <laughs> something he would do there's there was there's two things that I regret not doing in my wrestling career one was going to Japan yeah. Uh, because when I think about it, I probably could have gone. Like I probably could have pulled it off. One hundred percent. When I was younger, and I I fucked up and didn't. And the second thing, I regret never getting booked against the Rock and Roll Express. I don't know why. That was the one. That was the only like I wanted to work the Rock and Roll Express. And it's and honestly, I never got to. It's honestly like it could have happened. Like it, right, it, it just never worked out. It might have been like uh, in the last ten years instead of, you know, the ten well, years. I don't care when. That. I mean, it could be right, this right, year before right. they retire. I'd be right. happy. But I mean, you shit. Know. I don't know who worked. Like I think fucking Tech Squad fucking worked them in, in Ronan. In, yeah, uh, they did. In Ronan for Broder. So I mean, shit. Right. If that could happen, you, you for sure could have. Uh, you you for sure right. could have worked with them. Yep, and I didn't get to. That yeah. that bothers me. Uh. So. That was the only Wait, two things. Was, but I, wasn't there? Yeah. What didn't he call you the wrong name? One of them, Bruno. He called me Bruno. No, he <laughs> didn't, he he just. Wait, he what was that story? What was that story? Ricky, we were at Carino's, and I had seen him a couple times. So like Carino's promotion. He knew who I was. Carino's promotion. right. I was the champion, so he knew who I was, and we we're like sitting there one day, and he's like, "Why is your name not Bruno?" I'm like, "What?" He was literally just sitting next to me. There was nobody in the room but me and Ricky Morton, and he's like. You look like a Bruno. I was like, a Bruno? He's like, yeah. Like, I don't understand why your name's AJ or Anthony. I was like, well, I mean, like, that's really like kind of my name. He's like, yeah, but I don't know why. I think you'd be more effective as a Bruno. And I was like, I don't, I don't like the name Bruno. Is, <laughs> I don't know. I, is, I don't even know what he was talking is about. Is Bruno Italian? Bruno San Martino was Italian. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I, th- I mean, it would still qualify. I mean, it, it's still like it's not unreasonable for him to have said that. I looked it, like a Bruno. It's not like you. 
It's not like you're straight off the boat from China and he's saying you look like a Bruno. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a Bruno, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, and so the whole night, he was like, Bruno! Like, I was in the ring working, the main event, and I just keep hearing, come on, Bruno! <laughs> and I look over at the curtain, and there's Ricky Morton screaming. And like, I'm laughing, he's laughing. I'm in the ring, and he's laughing. And he's like, come on, Bruno! But so I see him like the next show and you know, hey, shaking everybody's hand when I get there. He's like, my man, Bruno. <laughs> that was it. I was Bruno. Like there was I mean, no, that's funny. It, it that's didn't even cool. Battle. Yeah. Yeah. I was Bruno from then on. That was my name. So Bruno, but yeah, Ricky Morton called me Bruno. I got, and, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. It's funny. So I, I, at the time I worked with a woman who she was, like, you're on a show with Ricky Morton. I was like, yeah, I've been on a couple. She's like, I got to tell you, when I was a kid, I was the biggest Rock and Roll Express fan ever. And I said, really? They were cool, right? Rock and Roll Express, they wore bandanas, like, on their clothes. They dressed like rock, like rockers. They were, you know, long hair. Uh, you know, they never looked young, though. They always looked old. I don't know why. But she had a card that she was part of the Rock and Roll Express fan club. From like the 80s. Mm-hmm. So she had sent me a picture the night I was, and I showed him, and he was like, Holy shit, she has that? I go, She has that from when she was a teenager. Like, and he's like, Yeah, you had to like sign up for it in like the NWA or something, or WCW, whatever it was at the time. It was in the 80s. So yeah. they would, you signed up for the Rock and Roll Express fan club, and you would get like fan mail from them, and the card, was like the official card so people would know you were in the club. And he's like, I cannot believe she has that. I was like, yeah, she's like a 40-year-old woman. Like, she's a grown woman now. He, he was blown he, away. He asked to see that. what she looks like, right? So I showed him, obviously. <laughs> and he was like, the, the, the best part is he didn't ask because he wanted to see it. He asked because he wanted to see if he knew her. Right. <laughs> I was okay, like, well, yeah. I think she was a kid then. You know? <laughs> like, you know? Uh, and he was like, He's like, yeah, I don't know her. And I was like, yeah, she she was like your biggest fan. He was like, yeah, that was cool. And they did that back in the day. They had the, the card to be in the club. And she still had it, you know? Pretty wild. That is wild. I, I, I don't have anything from 20 years ago anymore. I don't think. I have I have two things left. Your dad has all of your shit. He has all my shit. But I have stuff, two things from when I was a kid. I have a Hulk Hogan WWF jacket satin jacket oh my god uh look it's 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 so it's from when i was like five years old that's how small it is i still have isn't that crazy that's tremendous and then i also have one hulk hogan weight from when he had the weight set (laughs) the blue weight i have one weight and it's like from the 80s i still have one like wait like a like a like a plate or like a dumbbell like a dumbbell oh that's cool yeah, I have one. That's cool. Uh, and it had sand in it. It was one of those sand yeah, dumbbells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that was my first weight it's, set. When I got a bar mitzvah, uh, I got a, one of the people bought me a fucking tremendous gift. They bought me a weight set, and it was like it's those sand weights with uh, and they would like right. you, they'd go when you would when you would yeah. shift them um, and a bench and uh, and like a, a bar for a dumbbell. So there were enough like plates. That I could bench right. press with the long bar, 
and I could I could do curls with the fucking with the one little with the one little thing and the and they had like the lock clamps or whatever. Yeah, like when I was thirteen, I had a so I got a weight set and it was all those whole Colgan weight was like it was like a two pound weight because it was for kids. It was like yeah. part of a whole whole Colgan set. It came with like a shirt and a like headband or something, but. I have one weight. There's no sand in it anymore. It's just like it's like gone. Right. <laughs> just so, the shell. So it doesn't like it anything. cracked and yeah. Right, but I you know I can't. But the jacket is hanging in my closet. Uh, I still have that jacket. I mean, it's got to be from 1985. You should go to likely. You should go to Hogan's Beach Shop on a day he's there and get him to sign it. Yeah. And just get it framed. Yeah, I went to Hogan's Beach Shop last year, but he wasn't there that day. Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, he uh, yeah, I had that jacket and. Uh, I'll never get rid of it. I mean, that's just like iconic 1985, you know, had to be 85, 86. So since we're, since we're, uh, since we're talking about the business, I was, I was tempted to, uh, try and talk around without naming names. The story of, uh, the, the young lady that rage quit the business because her ex-boyfriend is now working at AEW. Yeah, I, I don't really know her though, so I can't speak on this. I don't know her either, but I I have been told from sources that this this lady has uh, decided to quit the business that she was barely in anyways, uh, and that uh, she she was barely in anyways, and that uh, she, and that like oh. apparently she was trying to reach out to this guy, and even though she's married, she's trying to reach out to her ex boyfriend uh, for whatever reason, and he won't take her calls, and. Uh, and that she quit. Uh, she was co-hosting a podcast with a wrestler, and that she left him high and dry, uh, which is, I would say, uh, I all, the reason I bring it all up is because I was gonna make a joke in our group chat about it because uh, Marco abandoned us. I'd be, I was gonna be like, who abandoned someone on, on their podcast projects? <laughs> oh God! Uh, but I. Uh, I didn't. I listen. People are having enough problems these days. I don't need to pile on. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah. That, this uh, yeah. yeah. So it, unfortunately, I I wish we could name names. I, it, it's I'm tempted to name. I, names. I, I, I gotta say, I'm I'm gonna I, listen. If I can't tell stories, you're not. I'm not letting you go any further. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I I've got I've got two things before we close here. Yeah. Yeah. One, I. I agree that drinking while we podcast has been huge success. I feel the stories are better, good flow. We're telling good stories. Great idea. But while I was driving home today, uh-huh. here's my second thing. <laughs> I realized that by drinking before we start the podcast, I have to be home, which makes me not allowed to podcast in the car. Yes. You are one slick motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> so now that so let's we can credit I was it today i was like this motherfucker we can credit that the quality the content the uh the that we are creating is better but also the quality is better because now we don't have car noises and and fucking right, air conditioners right. I, blowing I, but and, i thought about it today i said uh, uh, this motherfucker got me uh, he figured out a way he is slick yeah no more car fucking podcasts those that's the bullshit right there you're slick. You're slick. So okay. So then, before we fucking call it a uh, fucking day, right? Uh, I got two. I got two uh, contenders for a title. Is it going to be who yeah. ate who ate half a donut? Right. 
or is it going to be Pat Tanaka tried to work us? I think the donut. Nobody will know who Pat Tanaka is. <laughs> let's 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 go with the donut. I mean, the kind of people that would know who Pat Tanaka is. Uh, been before would people. appreciate. Nobody knows who Pat Tanaka is. Uh, uh, you'd like, be seriously. surprised. I mean, there. Listen, I mean, if you if you you'd have more success naming this. Max Conan was Max Moon. Than anything, so. <laughs> I mean, he was. Yeah, no. Oh, by the way, yeah. speaking of Conan, his his podcast partner. Uh, did you did you see that that uh, tweet I sent you from uh no. from Disco? No. Dis- Disco like uh, was commenting on on the Jericho Appreciation Society. You didn't oh, see yeah, that? I did see I did see that where he wanted to name it Jews. He was like he was like whatever he suggested, I don't remember the na- the words exactly, but the anagram for it would have been J E W S. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck, Disco? What what where are you going? Yeah, what with a piece this? of shit. I mean, he wasn't like shitting on Jews, but at the same time it was like, Where where are you going with this? <laughs> so I yeah. re I retweeted it with a shut up disco and he Gave me a shut up, troll bent doubles, and so the yeah, feud, the, the the ongoing feud continues. Our little, our little back right. and forth. So uh, maybe right. maybe this year we're gonna have some shut up disco t shirts. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we have to go see him in Vegas. Just maybe. Well, just saying. Here's the thing. I still owe on a bet unless we find a new Yo, bet. Oh, you do, my friend. If I don't, I owe you a bet because I lost the weight loss competition. So I'm supposed to. Right wear his t-shirt and go fucking meet uh we're supposed to go to vegas and i don't know if i'm supposed to say something complimentary about him i don't remember exactly the stipulations but uh or i was hoping to double or nothing it and uh we just haven't uh i think we were trying to do another weight loss thing that fizzled out and now you and speedy are like uh you know uh, on the race to 20 pounds or neither one of you is like really fucking making a lot of headway here so uh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe I got to get you. Uh, I got to yeah. get you in an eating contest or something to like. Uh, at, yeah. at least, because if we don't go, if I, we don't go to Vegas, I'm also okay stipulating in my will that I have to be buried in, in the disco shirt. Or if not buried, if I'm cremated, yeah. then my urn right. has to have like disco. Has to be like, like a, a custom disco inferno gimmick. With like, I, no, what, what with is, like, I'm, I, with like, you know how it's like a bowling ball trophy instead of on yeah. the top of my urn, instead of like a bowler or a baseball player, it's yeah, literally yeah. the silhouette of Disco Inferno doing the disco dancing thing. Yeah, exactly. How happy would you be <sighs> if my ashes went to you in an urn with a Disco Inferno top like that? I, like, I was going to say, I just want to, I... Even if I just got a little bit of your ashes, I would put a disco sticker on that, on that, just whatever it was and have it like in my living room when people would be like, what's that? I mean, like, oh, that's Ben. He died. And he owed me a bet from when he was alive. So just referred me as dead Ben. That's dead Ben. (laughs) Dead Ben. (laughs) Dead Ben. Disco. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, so either I got to pay up or shut up and whatever we go to Vegas, unless we want to change the stipulation to being like, I'm upon yeah. my deathbed. Uh, I have right. to not only be cremated wearing a Disco Inferno shirt, but also it's got to be, I got to be put in a custom urn and, you know, uh, you know, that would be funny. Right. That would be funny too. Because I don't think right. I would want to yeah. be buried. I would want to be uh, 
There's no reason. Burned up. There's no reason to bury yeah. me. It's like nobody. You know, All right, let's not let's not need some morbid like <laughs> podcast morbidly. Well, listen, I'm still not over the COVID from fucking, you know, like December 28th. So well, you're not. No, I'm not. So I had to sleep sitting up last night. So uh, did you really? Wait, yeah. Let's let's be real. It's not the COVID. It's the acid reflux because you're a fat. No, fuck. it's not. Well, come it's, on. It's not the acid reflux. I haven't had. I haven't had that in a while. Uh, it was the coughing Stop uncontrollably. It. So, yeah, right. I don't know. I got, I think I'm gonna have All to right. bite the bullet, get some insurance, and go see a doctor. Yeah. Oh, be careful there, old man. Mm-hmm. I don't I know, know who I would podcast with. I know died, who but... else would do all the fucking legwork here. All the fucking. No, it ain't gonna be Marco. That's for Uplo- sure. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh. Well, I don't know. We'll see. His big debut is coming up again. You know, so. His yeah. re-debut, you know, him and Gator, Gator Boone Long. Well, he, are, I, uh, I don't know if he's, I think he's supposed to just be there, like doing commentary and like. Oh, he's not working. No, he's not working. He's in no shape to work. He's in no shape to work. He says, oh, Jesus. <laughs> God. Like you don't have a problem oh, showing up fucking 40 pounds overweight. and well, look, I, look, I got a text message and two days ago. Uh-huh. I got a text message two days ago that I have not responded to from Josh Powers. I, I've ignored it and it's because I'm undecided. He asked, can I get a license and be there for March 25th? And I, quite honestly, I want to, but I know that he just wants me to do a run-in and save him to set up for something in do you, May. Do you I'm, need I'm a license? With you. I just, do you need a you license do. for that? I do. Right. Oh, that sucks. But be, being honest with you, though, I just I don't know if it's something I want to do. Like I, I don't know if I can pull myself together to get into a wrestling ring in May. I just don't know if I can. Like I can do the run-in. That's not a problem. I mean, you could. It's you two. And, it's like two months. I like it's a tag match. It's against some younger guys. Like I, I could probably do it, but I'd have to go to the doctor tomorrow to get a physical. Not only would you have to go to the doctor tomorrow to get a physical, but you would also have to immediately start fucking dieting and exercising, yeah. which I don't think. Right, you... and I'd have to pass the physical tomorrow it's, and get my license. Especially since, uh, especially since now you're gonna fucking try more Arby's. I don't think, uh, I don't think you're gonna put that on hold. So, uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, well, I mean, do you? But uh, I'm just saying that uh, I was talking to Blake when he was here, uh, and we had uh, like some initial discussions about maybe maybe the Breakfast Club needs to put on a fucking uh, wrestling show, and uh, that would involve you uh, being in a ring. Not that you need a physical for down here a- in Florida. Right. It's no, the fucking right. Wild West. You could fucking you know, I could work in a ring. They wouldn't. They wouldn't even care. Uh, so. <sighs> All right. Yeah, I'm done with you. I listen today. I got I got to I got to find something for dinner now. It's eight o'clock. Do I want to go to Publix? Nah, I'm gonna make something here. Yeah, I'm not going to Publix. Gonna, All right, you're gonna I'm dirt, done. We are we're, we're yeah. an hour and ten in. Hour and ten. Nobody's listening to this for an hour and ten minutes. That's not true. That's where the that's where the green grass grows, my friend. That's yeah. that's where I, the, next next episode. I am gonna have a wait a weigh in so that we can. Uh, oh, here we go. See if I'm catching speedy or not. Uh, here we go. I mean, you don't yeah. have to do it All on right. the podcast. You could just do it on Facebook. But we we do appreciate you uh, providing the content here instead. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Goodbye. This is bigger than this is bigger than Brett Favre announcing he's uh, coming back to the 
Packers on Pat McAfee's show, to be honest. Yeah. You, you weighing in. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. I, I'm done with you. Bye.